Season 2, Episode 14, Producers Need Computer Maintenance Skills. Okay, so uh, computer maintenance skills are so important. All right, how important is a computer to your music production world and your online life? And I have a couple things I want to talk about in this episode about that. Things such as like backing up or if you want to add an extra fan into your computer to cool it off a little bit more because a big problem with electronics is if they overheat. All right, if they overheat, it can reduce the life of them. And so you want to make the most of your money. And if you have a cool environment for your computer, right? Uh, you know, these are the things you got to think about a little bit. Now, I'm not saying you have to go and buy a computer fan. But for example, do you know how to look at the temperatures inside your computer? Because most motherboards offer software that allows you to look at what's going on with your computer. Like your CPU is like, that's like the main brain of your computer. It's just a, it's like a square chip that you put in. Okay. They look really cool. They have a bunch of pins on the bottom and they're expensive because it's like the brains of the computer. And this chip can get really hot. So we have to dissipate heat is what it's called. We have to remove heat to keep the heat more balanced and the chip ultimately cooler because the chip can again work harder burn out and you also put some thermal paste uh, in between the chip and the heat sink so if this is all new to you i highly suggest that you look up a video how to build a gaming pc that's what i would recommend because if you are going to purchase a music production computer it's quite similar to a gaming pc in recent years there's been some problems with motherboards and audio interfaces and getting all that ground loop stuff going on in speakers that's been pretty annoying to deal with there's like little isolators usb isolators so if you are looking at these gaming pc uh computers like tutorials how to build one and then I would look for a different motherboard. They have like a creative line of motherboard and they're more expensive, but they're for like work stations. All right. Cause there's different styles of computers. Like again, there's like the home user, there's like the business user, there's like workstations, which are more for, you know, creative use. So anyways, what I'm trying to say is with music production, we have to know, first of all, what is a good computer? And that's a different topic. I don't want to go too heavy into that. But how to maintain this computer. So I was talking about there's software for your computer that allows you to change your fan speeds. So if your computer is too loud, because again, that's another thing you want to think about with the music production computers. You want it to be generally quiet. Um, I recently picked up uh, a newer hard drive. It was like the black, so Western Digital Black gaming drive. So this is like a, a performance drive. But I will tell you that it's a little bit loud. It's louder than what I would like. And if I'm quiet, you should not hear it because I have a gate on my preamp, which helps with that. Also, the microphone I'm using is not a super sensitive microphone, but your hard drive you're putting into your computer, there's different styles, but yeah, I got the Western Digital Black and I'm finding it a bit loud for the studio use. So if you are building a computer, that's from my testing. I had a blue one before, Western Digital Blue. Another thing too is the warranty. So once you start paying for a bit of a better hard drive, sometimes they offer a better warranty. And that's what I was also going to say between the black 
the blue and the green from the Western Digital side of hard drives. So again, you want to check out what your motherboard software is. We're able to see the CPU heat. We're able to see the motherboard heat. And you're able to plug in different fans and adjust the fan speeds. And you can save it so that you can just like export it in case you ever like reinstall or reformat your computer. And then all your fans and everything could be set up again. Um, but just knowing these things is absolutely critical to making your life as a music producer easier. Because if you think about it, what would happen today if something broke in your computer? Like, do you feel that you would have the skills to fix it? All right. So I'll just give a quick recap to some main things that I like to always have in a computer for music production. And I still am always learning about different things I like as I go. So first of all, for a case, they sell computer cases that have acoustic insulation in them. Okay, so it helps dampen some noise, which I would recommend. You are wanting to have a decent heat sink. This is what goes on the CPU. And that allows your, your CPU to run cooler. One thing I'll also share is if you are buying a video card, because you don't need a video card to produce music. Many times a video card is built into a CPU, depending on what model you purchase. And honestly, I would usually recommend buying the CPU with the video card because sometimes they give you two options. Like I know with Intel, I think it has, um, if it has F in the model number, um, I think that doesn't have the video card and it might be like $40 cheaper. But why I suggest getting the video card with the CPU, because <laughs> if you're new to this, it could be tricky. So you can purchase a video card and that's like where your screens would plug into. And that allows you to see everything that's going on in your computer. But nowadays they actually have a little video card built into the CPU. So it's a CPU and a GPU at the same time, a graphics, right? And so the one on the CPU isn't as good as like a dedicated video card, but they have come a long way and they are quite impressive for being like on a CPU. But you have to think about when it comes to plugging in your computer screens. I always tell you guys at least two computer screens, you know, monitors. And sometimes if you purchase a video card, sometimes it gives you a DVI plugin, an HDMI plugin, and then a DisplayPort plugin. And it's like if your screens, because for me, I don't have tons of new screens. I have a lot of old and new screens going on, which means that they're old connections, DVI. And so I've had to purchase like DVI to HDMI cables. Okay. So you have to think this way because you want it as simple as possible, as well as to have your tools for the long term. And it's tricky. I wish I knew a lot of this stuff when I first started. So what I was trying to say is do you need a video card for music production, right? And no, you don't need one because a GPU, a graphics card can now be built into a CPU. Okay. So you may have just learned that it allows you to run everything good. You can even play games and stuff on it, not at super high quality settings like a graphics card could. But what I'm saying is don't feel that you're going to be hindered by not having a graphics card. Okay. Cause that's what I always kind of thought. But now if you have a CPU with a graphics card, and you have a dedicated graphics card, you can use these both at the same time on Windows anyways. So essentially what I'm trying to say is if something were to happen to your computer today, how quick would you be able to get back up and running? 
Another thing too is if you have to get your computer fixed by someone, that's somebody that you don't know that is looking at your computer, especially if you leave it overnight. No one wants to think this way, but it's something to think about. Check out what motherboard you have. If you don't know how to do that, on Windows, you can look into your system information. So I think you just hit your start button, go type in system information. This loads up a bunch of information about your computer. It'll show you your CPU model. I'd assume it would show your, your motherboard. You do want to be very, very careful in these motherboard software. So that's, you know, I should have said that at the beginning. Because if you've ever heard of overclocking where people really, really push their computers hard to get the most performance out of them, uh, like this is where they do it is in this software. But I don't use it for that. There's also options to do like auto overclocking. Now, that's a different world. But typically in music production, we want stability. We want, we want the most stability that we can possibly get on our computer. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. A lot of interesting things I talked about because over my years, just kind of touching with computers, I've learned a lot. And I remember it was when I, when I got my first computer. Um, so how it worked was I learned FL Studio off of this computer I bought uh, around in high school. I always wanted a computer really bad in my room. I finally had enough money to buy a computer and that computer lasted me. And then all of a sudden I found out about FL Studio. I really started learning FL Studio, but then what happens is your projects start getting bigger because you start getting better. And that's what's going to happen to a lot of you. If you're brand new to learning music production, eventually you are going to want to buy a better computer. Whether that is a desktop or a laptop, I always suggest a desktop. Now, when I upgraded to my first music production computer, this is where I experienced all of these questions. I didn't build my first computer, but I did all the research and I purchased my own parts. And then on the website I purchased from, it had the option. It was like, do you want us to build it for you for $50? And I was like, yes, because I, I wasn't um, experienced enough. So as I owned my first music production computer, because again, so I had my first computer, but it wasn't meant for music production. I used it until I was pretty much getting underruns. Okay. Then I upgraded to my first music production computer. And as time went on, I started learning about the things I liked and didn't like about this, comp uh, that, this the computer. Uh, so I purchased a video card and it had a single fan. If you are, that was what I wanted to say as well. If, if you were going to purchase a video card, you want to make sure to purchase multiple fans on that video card for it to run much quieter, okay? If you have a single fan, I think it's also called like a blower fan, that thing is so loud. And then I had that computer for I think six or seven years, like it did me so good. And then I finally upgraded to a newer music production computer in 2016. So my computer is a little bit older right now, but at the time I did purchase good products and they have done me really well. Uh, but I have done a little bit of maintenance over time now with this computer to make sure it's lasting longer. And what I did was I had to upgrade my hard drives, make them a little bit bigger. That took some planning. In addition, I also added a couple fans into the computer itself. And again, so when you have more fans, you can run them at quieter speeds. All right. So, you know, these are all just things that you can learn as you go. Now, if you guys have any other suggestions of uh, computer maintenance for music producers, you guys feel free to let me know. Uh, I didn't talk much about like a backup plan or anything in here, but that would definitely be in this computer maintenance stuff. 
make sure you at least have at least one USB hard drive. I always recommend to have that hard drive at least double from what your computer space is. It's going to make everything easier in your backup software. I also always tell you guys, just be careful on the amount of plugins that you're using, like especially big plugins, or if you're looking into more like orchestral uh, VSTs and stuff like that. I know many times these can be quite big in size, like 30, 40 gigabytes. You know, that might even be small to some of the, the packs. So again, you just got to think like, do you want to bring on that weight? If you do, like if you really like the plugin, if you like the sounds, that's fine. Just know that, you know, that's 40 gigabytes of space, whereas something like Serum or Silent One, they're quite lightweight. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Again, I run uh, a membership. There's 26 FL Studio courses in there at the moment. The best way to watch the courses is within the course pathways. I've laid out the courses in a nice, easy way to digest. There's no advertisements in the videos because it's a course. So you just go from one video to the next, nice and organized. And uh, it sounds like a lot of you guys are learning. So thank you so much for your support over the years. You please feel free to visit the website. Uh, I'm updating it all the time. Thanks for listening and talk to you in the next one.